Here we go. We back. And we back. We back and we back. Mine's a little LeBron. Mine's a little. That's not the right one. But mine's a little LeBron. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. It's a little Fantano reference there for. Yeah, I got it. You stupid. I don't get it. I don't watch Fantano. Uh, it's his big day review where he gave Chance the Rappers the big day of zero. A big, big goose egg. Goose egg. <laughs> but we back. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been like, what, a month? No, three weeks. No, oh, three weeks since our last episode, but like two weeks between. So we're here uh, with our concluding episode of the season. Season four. Six. Uh, is it? Let me check. Yes, it's season six, Mark. I already looked. Yeah, and we're at the end, final episode. <laughs> I mean, we're like knee deep, though. So we are we're more than knee. We're point. more than knee deep at this point. We're about up to the chin, knee chin chin. By the end like, of this episode, and the, by the end of the episode, we'll be completely submerged and drowning in pussy. I, I was gonna say uh, now. Okay, that's that's next okay. week. Sorry, but okay. Oh yeah. no. Yeah, you. Okay. So, <laughs> this is, um... Okay. So yeah, last week. Uh, not last week. Sorry. Like some time ago, we talked about Stanconia, and now we're on to Speaker Box and Love Below. So we need. So what we're gonna do is because while they are a full project together. Yeah. They are conceptually two separate projects, so we're gonna be kind of splitting it up. So we're gonna, in in terms of creation, do you have separate things or like just like a broad? I mean, I guess I just have a. I mean, no, it's more of. I guess. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. No, no, no. So you have no, two. No. Do you have kind of like a two separate kind of things you can talk about in between yeah i can okay okay so then we'll start with the speaker box and then we'll move on to love below talking about that and then we'll talk about our weeks as we always do but yeah yeah so beginning all right um okay (laughs) (laughs) sorry Sorry. I couldn't even tell what you were doing there. You're making like some noises. Popping. Okay, anyways. Um, so uh, I'm gonna start with uh Love Below. Um uh, uh Love Below. No, uh, no, no, what it don't. What? Speaker fine. box first. Fine, speaker box. What do you mean it's fine? We're doing we're talking about speaker box first. It oh, shows up first on part. the project. Yeah, what? Yeah, it's the first that makes sense. Yeah. It's okay. the first on the album. <laughs> okay. 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 So big boy comes in and he's like, "Okay, Andre, you know, I got some songs here." And Andre's like, "You know, bro, this is pretty cool." Um. Um. So basically, it started as just kind of like uh, speaker box started as like, like yeah, big boy um, recording some songs and then uh, Andre contacting him and being like okay like is this gonna go further um and i guess the the idea of uh this one um uh i guess is centered around 
they wanted to center around the lyrics more and um uh use uh more i guess funk um speaker box or the whole thing speaker box okay yeah um and i mean yeah um that's it i mean i don't know not a ton else i mean uh That's weird that it says it's focused more on the lyrics. I did not feel like that. Yeah. I mean, that's what it... Yeah, it says uh, um, a quote from uh, Big Boy saying, taking pride in your pen and your pad. Okay, well, I guess it's more rap-focused, I guess. Well, it's, so I, guess yeah. I mean, that's kind of what the, I expected from the concept of Speaker Box. Yeah. I um, guess we can just talk about what we thought then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Is it oh, box is okay. I got a question. Oh. Are we doing top five of both of them? Or yeah. Overall? Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. Oh. Okay. Both. Uh, wait. Both so, of them separate. Yes. Yeah. Separately. Okay. Separate top fives. So speaker box I thought was okay. I find speaker box great. I think it's better um, above below. You think it's better? Yeah. Definitely. Nah, bro. Speaker box is fine, but it doesn't really give me much to chew on. Like, there's not a lot of depth, really. My thing with speaker box. speaker box, I feel, is it's it's like the idea of like, what if Outcast just kind of didn't kind of like the the split didn't happen, like in a way, like it's are like it's yeah. like it's like it's like a music like jump back. Like, I think it's pre Sancodia, like I think it like that's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it, that, yeah. I can still feel the missing absence of Andre though. i that's my problem with speaker box. I feel that better than Love Below, but I feel like it doesn't hold its own that much. It's just kind of I it was just kind of bored. Even though it went by pretty fast, but at least my appreciation for it is it knows what it is. It doesn't try to do anything more than it. Knows. That's what I like about it. I think in terms of what, like I, I really enjoy it. Like I think, through and through, this is, it's, it's not as good as like Stankonia to me and like, Equipment Eye and stuff. Like it's pretty close to that, but it's like, it just knows exactly what it is. And doesn't try to do something that doesn't work. How do you feel about speaker box, Aiden? Um, I mean, yeah, I thought it was, eh, I don't know, it was, it was okay. Yeah, that's why I feel about it. I but, mean, I don't know. It just feels like a diet outcast to me. My, that's my problem with I, it. I mean, the features yeah, are okay. The features are okay. I was disappointed by the Jay Z and Killer Mike. That song is on. that song is not, is like one of the weakest ones for me. I yeah. barely remember that song from the like first time I listened to it. Yeah, and I was no, very stacked. I'm like, this should be great. And I was very excited, and then I was like, oh, that's it. What do you think is your guys' least favorite track on Speaker Box? Uh, let me pull up. Um... Let me look. Honestly, I wasn't that big of a fan of Blast Call. I wouldn't say it's um, the worst, but I yeah, I can under easy. yeah, I can understand that. Last call um, is like whatever. Reset is okay, I guess. Yeah, it's those later ones for me that are. It dips off. 
a yeah, bit. yeah. I feel like it's a bit better at the beginning. Or I yeah. think like yeah, pretty much most of it I really enjoy. It's that end, the ending tracks that I'm just not that into. I like well, that. Um, I thought that it was I guess pretty consistent compared it, to Love Below. It was consistent, like the whole way through. I disagree, bro. No. Let's just do the top five for Speakerbox because I want to talk about Love Below. But what about Bamboo, bro? What about the interlude? Uh, I, I was going to put that in top five, to be honest. That Bamboo <laughs> interlude is so... I like so, the interlude. That interlude is so... That, that is like one of the best interludes, bro. Well, it's just wholesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it, and it's funny. Like, I love the part where, like, his son's about to, like, sing Michael Jackson, and then it's like, no, nope, yeah. I'm doing that. But I love the production five. a lot on the album yeah production is good let me do my top five church is number five four i put tomb of the doom three i put bow tie two i put the way you move and number one i have the rooster uh, yeah okay, the rooster is my favorite track on both of these albums yeah ghetto music ff5 got four war what was got your number five again ghetto music oh okay okay yeah okay, three yeah. bust Cause I I like Killer Mike a lot on that okay. track. He's really good. Uh, two is Bowtie, and then number one is the Rooster, Dude, bro. The rooster. Dude, those trumpets, bro. Okay, it's so good. Okay, uh, number five I have Knowing. Okay, yeah. Uh, number four Unhappy. Three, uh, the way you move. Two. Church and one the rooster. Oh, 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 oh. We all had the rooster number one. Yeah. Dang, but bro, yeah, I expected. Great. I expected. Yeah. I'm like, bro, someone's gonna hate the rooster. I'm like, I, I don't know. know. I, I like, like the, you guys like it. I like the production. Wait, hey, did you even have the way you move on there? Yeah. Oh, okay. That that's was, one. Uh, that was the four, biggest hit. Yeah, four. That's the biggest hit off of that. That actually, that song is pretty big. Yeah. That song's a classic. And this, so yeah, but speaker box. But the I like it. Like rooster, bro, is so. Rooster is great. It, it like the like the uh, the drums and the, uh, yeah. the the horns or whatever it had. Like yeah. it just added. When I really listened to the album a couple days ago, the, that thing has just been on repeat. It just keeps yeah. going. I keep listening. Rooster's so great. That's the thing. Yeah. So speaker box is. Um... Oh, we're gonna rate these individually too, right? Yes, of course. Uh, speaker box, I'd give like a six. Um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna give speaker box a yeah, I'll give it a six. Giving an eight, baby. It's up mm. there. It's good. Now eight and do the creation for love below. Okay, so um, Andre uh, started. Um, I guess well. I guess it doesn't say if he started, but basically he started recording on his own um, in his uh, in his house um, and just like using different things like drum drum machines, keyboards, and synthesizers. And like he said, he liked uh, the uh, atmosphere of just you know working at home and like not having to deal with like the chaotic studio. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, uh, I guess um, he he didn't really have 
you didn't really have a ton of knowledge um, using like editing softwares or uh, how to know, knowing how to edit his recordings, but um, he he attempted he he attempted to try, and some songs he just like recorded them like just straight through like without like editing it, and it was well yeah not, well he edited yeah you know what I mean, um, and then after um. He uh he created what he says he created after creating five songs uh he that's when he contacted Big Boy and was like started talking about like combining their I guess projects. So Is that it, Corbin? Yeah. You start, I guess, since you have strong feelings about this. I fucking love this album, bro. <laughs> really? I so. I'm going to make it very clear. My first listen, I gave this entire package a, like a 10 out of 10. And I kind of did that by force. And I didn't really... I really enjoyed uh, Speaker Box the first time I listened to it. I thought that was like a 10 when I listened to it for the first time. And that's gone down. But Love Below, I like gave it a 10, but not in like... All right, like the package I gave like a 10 but the way I like felt about Love Below was just like a lot of like just overload of like what was going on and like I didn't yeah. really know what to feel about it after finishing it because I didn't really know what to expect going into it but this time my perspective has changed and I've just like really clicked with it and I really like its overall like, concept and idea of what it's going for, and I think it succeeds very well with that concept. What about you, Aiden? Um. Yeah, I, no, I, I, I don't know. It was. I think it was a bit on the. It started to lose me. I think. Um, I didn't think the pacing yeah. was entirely there. Um, yeah. It just like. I don't know. It didn't hold, like, I feel like the pacing was a bit better on Speakerbox and it could hold my attention more, but, like, this is, I don't know. Like, it's got some good songs. Like, I, I think it does have some good songs, obviously. Um, but it, I don't know, it just doesn't hold my interest for that. It doesn't keep me there the entire time. I said, I like the, I, I, the first, like, five tracks was like, this is great. And then, after like roses and stuff, well, after even after then, like after roses, it just became so fucking bad. I think this thing has just like annoyed me so bad because Andre's not a really good singer. A lot of this feels and like really self indulgent, like it's trying to be like really smart. And then, like the production's good, I guess, but a lot of this just feels repetitive and no. It's like, bro. dude, I'm gonna be honest. This, I feel like this album, I know everyone credits 808s and Heartbreaks as kind of like spawning like the new like form of hip hop that we see today. But I feel like earlier, I think this is where it really stems from this idea that you're able to share more. It's hip hop can be more than just rapping fast yeah. or like like the Eminem kind of thing like I think this shows more that you can share more 
and there's more you can do. And I felt like this project doesn't feel like it's aged a day for me. Like this doesn't seem like this came out in 2003. The way Andre uses his vocals and like alters them, like pitch shifts them and stuff, remind me of like, oh, Tyler does that like all the time today. To yeah. to cause like he can't sing either. So it's kinda like this thing of um editing your voice so that your voice can fit things better and i think andre andre does this on this project and i think genuinely it works really well on here which makes it feel much more modern than it actually is yeah oh <clears throat> another thing i think okay one thing i gotta say i don't fucking understand what is that my favorite things that is that one song is a it's a john coltrane cover randomly in this shit when that came out i was like what is this and then vibrate i was like what is this a lot my problem is this it starts off with a narrative right and then i feel it loses it and i think it becomes just like a bunch of ideas thrown together and they don't land and then it just feels like i think andre thinks it's like some insane like this is like an insane experiment that I'm that's gonna be like this world changing story, but it just feels like I finished it and I got nothing out of this. That's my whole thing on this. I this is if Love Below to don't think it's easily my least favorite Outcast album by far. Whoa, 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 bro. Calm it down now. Oh. It's so damn good, bro. Let's just do a top five. Mm-mm. Five. I have prototype. Incorrect, Four. sorry. I have Love Hater. Three, I have Spread. Um, two, I have uh, Hey Ya. And one, I have She Lives in My Lap. Okay, you have She Lives in My Lap. That's bass. Yeah, I love that song. Okay, so I got... What's your top five? got Love and War. Got okay. Vibrate. Got Happy Valentine's Day. She lives on my lap, and then A Life in the Day of Benjamin Andre. You didn't put Hey on there? Nope. Fuck Dang. the singles, bro. They're not going on the top five, bro. Dang. I don't, I mean, I don't like Roses. Roses kind of sucks. Bro, I disrespect, bro. Roses is awesome. I don't think it's, Roses sucks. Roses is dumb. just a bit long, I think. Roses is dumb. The chorus is not Ro dumb, bro. Roses smell like poo, poo, poo. <laughs> what's, what's your top five, Aiden? Okay. <laughs> Okay, my uh, number five is Love Hater. Yeah. Uh, four is Spread. Yeah. Uh, three is Love and War. Two, She Lives in My Lap. And one, Hey Ya. Sorry. That's bass. Bass. Cringe. That's bass Bro, Hey Ya, I won. Cringe. Hey Ya's bass great, man. Okay, I don't care if it's a single. It's good. Cringe, cringe, normie alert. Bring, bring you know that. what? You know what? You know what? Cringe you. You know what, Aiden? I'm gonna make my own love below about you. You know what? You go make your album, all right? I'll I am. You I'm making it right a now. Story. I'm making about... it right now. I'm typing it up right now. Really, really, really. Yeah. I'm gonna read a line. Sure. Aiden about to suck my dick tonight, baby. Okay, we've gone too far. He won't do that. Yeah, he is. But, That's what he's doing in the song we've right now. We've it's escalated this. It's a concept far. album where Aiden gives oral sex to men. Okay. All Just right. like Aiden's dad does. It's gone too far. I give this album a 4 out of 10. Bro, get disrespect. Get out of here. That's disrespectful. Uh, I'm going to give this a 
I got a 10. Yay, you gave it a 5. I'm giving it a 10, not a 10. Dang. It's That's damn cringe. good. That's not cringe, bro. I'm sorry. I'm going to go uh, talk to the Outcast uh, fan page. I don't think most of them would give this a 10. Mm, I don't know about that, bro. Most people are divided on this album. I don't think so, bro. Yeah. Anyway, now, now what are we... You gotta talk about some meaning. I never talked about oh, speaker yeah, box, did, but I forgot to talk about that. But speaker box is kind of like, yeah, it's like that southern, you know, like throwback kind of thing. That's what it's kind of trying to go for, which kind yeah. of that's exactly what it does. But um, love below is the kind of experience of love, uh, which. Andre kind of goes through and you know this love experience and a lot of the lyrics and stuff are inspired by the breakup that he had with his uh, uh, with what's her name let me find her name I'm gonna pronounce it wrong I already know I'm not even finding it this is so sad What? Find it. I am. I am. I am. Why am I, I not finding for this? Whatever. Um, the person he was with, and like, like that experience of breaking up, and then kind of being forced to find love once again, and like the song, the final. I think the closer. Why I like it a lot is. I think it fits very well with the ending of the entire project, like with Speaker Box, because it is kind of like retelling his life and like the experience of like outcasts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I like that it's called incomplete. I love how it just ends right like abruptly because, well, his life isn't complete. And I like that it, it also sums up like the Love Below also really well because it kind of shows that like he's still like it's still like looking for it like he's still looking for love because the entire project is about him wanting to find love and trying to find that love but he's at the end he still hasn't found it yeah yeah we do critical it was high this is Metacritic 91, All Music 9 out of 10, Blender 10 out of 10, Entertainment Weekly A, Guardian 10 out of 10, Independent 10 out of 10, Los Angeles Times 4 out of 4, Enemy uh, 8 out of 10, Pitchfork 8, Village Voice A minus. Rolling Stone did give it a 6 out of 10, though. 3 out of 5, so. But yeah, that's high acclaim. It's like weird, but like Pitchfork gave it like an 8. Like it was very weird because the ones I was seeing, like, it was, like, only, like, eight. Like, I was, like, okay, that's critical. It's, like, high critical claim, but, like, that's not, like, a to pimp a butterfly or something like that. It's crazy. It's a claim. But, yeah. Outcast Dawn. See, and they also, you know, did the oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Grammys. I think that's, like, the biggest thing with this project, I think. Is that they were able to break the racism barrier of the Grammys mm. and actually win album of the year? And it's the best selling hip hop album of all time. Yeah, which is crazy to think. I I kind of 
don't believe that for some reason. Like it doesn't, like it just does not seem like a lot of people would like it, or like yeah, or that it would like I under I, or that like it must literally be like everyone just wanted hey ya uh, on their I guess iPod I thought, or like something. Eminem would be number one. Well, I guess he's pretty close though. Yeah, but yeah, they did that, so that's pretty cool. What? Outcast is over now. Finished Outcast. It's, it's been a while though, guys. It has been. It didn't just watch um I don't even know Fortnite videos. Yeah, that's what you've been doing over break. What it? What have you done in these past three weeks, Aiden? Um. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I started watching Better Call Saul in light of oh, the news yeah, yeah. that it's yeah, yeah. season five is going to come out on Netflix in Six. what two days? Oh, I thought I thought you were saying the new season going on. Uh, oh, no, two days. I don't, I don't know when it comes out. I uh, when it's a few days, but I don't know when season six is going to be like another year or two. Um, yeah, Netflix. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's pretty. It's a nice rewatch. Uh, you know, in my bold opinion, um, edging closer to saying it might be better than Breaking Bad. Yeah. Uh, Based. Hear me out here. It's it's. I I I don't know. I really like it. I mean, nothing against Breaking Bad. You know, they're both great. But I don't know. Something about Better Call Saul. It's like. Dude, I I agree. From what like, I've I, seen, I, I feel like. No, because my can I, I'll, let me do my yeah, rationale. Because yeah, I have a I've I've thought this for a bit, even though I haven't fully gotten. I haven't even watched season four of Better Call Saul. But my thing with Breaking Bad is there's many moments where it's, like, incredible. Like, I think the second half of season five is incredible. Yeah, yeah. And there's, like, these various parts that I'm like, this is incredible. Yeah. But every episode I watch of Better Call Saul, I'm just like, this is so amazing. Like, I never feel like... With Breaking Bad, I'm like, everything I'm, like, watching, I'm like, yeah, this is all good. Yeah. But there's many moments where I'm like, this is incredible. But every time I watch an episode of Better Call Saul, I'm just like, that was great. That yeah, was awesome. Yeah. So it's kind of my thing where I'm like, I think it might be better just because the way I'm reacting every episode watching it. Yeah. I And I feel like... Uh, uh, I feel like Better Call Saul does the uh, kind of Jimmy's like turn from good to like evil i feel like it well i guess he hasn't really done anything that well i mean he's 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 like conflicted between his two lives or whatever mm -hmm. you know between yeah. being what chuck wants him to be or i guess just like you know a good lawyer versus what he really is like he's he's not he's like kind of a scummy person um but he wants to like and then i feel like and it does the like the character relationships incredibly well um mm -hmm. And I feel like it does that development of Jimmy turning or like battling his two sides. I feel like I don't know. Like I like that Wal it's like a Walter as a character was like. Um, I mean, I guess it's, I guess they're completely different situations because Walter is yeah. like he. But like the way Walter falls is like, like I I like that Miracle Saul is much more slow burnish and like melodic yeah, no i like yeah i like it a lot because i feel like, like i like seeing it's like you're actually like from what i've seen of the three seasons i'm like nothing's really happened like anything like big in like any big way except for yeah. chuck's death at the end of season three which spoilers yeah. whatever but 
I think in general, like, I like that, that it's like, you're kind of seeing these moments happen, and it's building this character. Yeah. But, and especially comparing it to Walter White, which I think his his downfall, well, obviously that shows much more fast pace. Yeah. It's still also like, it just, it's like a much more quick downfall than what uh, Jimmy's is in. Yeah. Better call so. Yeah, cause Jimmy's is just like a slower because I feel like he legitimately could have had a chance of being like a you know what Chuck wanted him to be, but I feel like the whole reason for that that he doesn't is because Chuck's just a complete like butt, like seriously like Chuck just like hates him for pretty much like the only reason is because he's like oh. Law is sacred or whatever. It's like yeah, he hates him because like, he's he's successful when he doesn't think he should be. Yeah, and it's like okay, hey, like I think if I think if Jimmy had the support of Chuck, he easily could have been an actual lawyer. Yeah, and part of, and part of it that that's like it kind of makes me sad to see how he like kind of burns his bridge with like the elderly at the end of season three. I think right. Yeah. Yeah, it's because it's like. I feel like that's the point of no return. It's like, because he was, you know, looking around for stuff before, and then he, he was like, oh, I found Elder Law, and now it's gone. So he's mm -hmm. like, what else can I do? I feel yeah. like that's what's, yeah. Um, but I also, I'm, I really, I really like the, like the, at the beginning of every season, the, uh, oh, yeah, the, uh, like the flash forwards or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And the, yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Have you watched any of season four, Gordon? I have not, mostly because my dad okay. hasn't seen it yet, so I'm like okay. waiting. But I think I'm gonna I'm gonna probably start it soon because now that season five is gonna come on in like a few days, I have like a service that I can watch the new season. So I'm yeah. probably gonna quickly binge season four and five so that I can watch season six as it comes out because I really want to. If yeah. if if it's as anything insane as, um. Breaking Bad's final season, especially that second yeah. half, like I kind of want to experience that. Yeah. The moment it like happens. Yeah. But yeah, the uh, the opener for that season, the the, the flash forward is really good. Cool, cool. Maybe I'll watch that tomorrow. Actually, probably not. I've, um, <laughs> but maybe. Um. Other. Uh. I guess I can talk about started reading In Cold Blood for class. That's an interesting book. Um, basically about the, this murder of a tech or a Kansas family, um, and it's it's a it's like a genre like starting of a genre of like a narrative nonfiction kind of thing, where it's like it, it's a true story, but it's it's told in like a narrative and it's an interesting it's structured pretty well like a lot of people say the beginning's boring but like it, it's important to setting up the like what happens so yeah cool. um watched six Sense. uh it's pretty great uh actually more than pretty great i i really love it a lot um have any of you seen it oh nope neither of you seen it yeah it's it's good i recommend it even though i really wish i didn't know the twist going in but even then it, it didn't really matter like it was still amazing <clears throat> um uh i guess
guess, uh, I, I mean, I went to Star Wars Land. That was cool. Uh, it, was a, it was really nice, like, like really, like, getting you, like, it felt, what's the word? Immersive. Yes. Immer it, That's it really, why I'm excited really to, immersive. when I go there in um, end of July, I'm excited to oh, nice. see yeah. that, because I'm like, at first, like, years ago when they announced it, and they're like, oh, I'm like, there's, like, only two rides? And I went, oh, wait, no, that's dumb. Because I'm like, yeah, oh, I thought that was dumb. But then the more I think about it, the more I'm like, no, they just wanted to do an immersive experience. Yeah, there. no, it's, it's really good. And there's this, like, there's this marketplace kind of thing where it's, like, actual, like, shops you can go to and stuff. But, like, it's, it's really, like, part of the aesthetic of it. Yeah. And it just feels, it's cool. Um, And the rides, I mean... I think I went on all the yeah I went on all the Star Wars ones. I did the Rise of Resistance, Millennium Falcon, and the uh, um, the Star Tours thing. Um, Rise of Resistance is pretty cool. Um, uh, and then oh, it, it was sad because me and my dad we were we were like okay we can go to the Millennium Falcon ride. Um, and then we'll have time to go see because uh, the Indiana Jones stunt show or whatever. Oh yeah, that, that thing! What a classic! Uh, that thing and is. I we, I was like, okay, we can do it. And then the line for Millennium Falcon was way too long, so we didn't actually get to see it. The the Indiana Jones thing, which is kind of sad. Yeah, that but, was close so. for like um like a couple oh, yeah, of years. Didn't... It did rain though. I think they had to delay it. Like it. Dang yeah. Yeah, I remember but, that. I remember that the two few times I've been there, that was like a thing where I'm like, "This is really yeah. weird." Yeah, like I was just like later we were just like sitting and we just heard explosions or whatever. We look over and there's like smoke rising from like the area it was in. And it's like, dude, that sounds insane. It's cool. It looked, yeah, it, it, I wish I could have seen it, but yeah. Um, that is pretty much all I've done. Yeah. So, anyone else want to go? I'll go. go. Okay. Okay. I'll talk with games because it's pretty short. I've been playing a bit of Lego Harry Potter. Ooh. Mostly because I'm intending on 100%ing that first game. Which that's been just a chill because I've been I, leaving for vacation. I was like, I don't. I'm going to stop playing Elden Ring for a bit. Mostly because I'm like, all I know is it's going to take me a lot of hours. To get really far into it which i don't really want to spend right now and so i'm kind of bouncing around mostly because it's now quarter two and i've been wanting that's that waiting for the steam deck i'm like i it's coming enough like it will be i'll be getting it hopefully in like a couple weeks who knows maybe next week hopefully yeah. but and i wanted to play stuff on there but like i don't want to like start anything crazy big right now and so then, in terms of shows, I've been watching Everyone Hates Chris, um, which is a comedy with Terry Crews and stuff in it. That's been really good. Um, I'll start. I'll do movies. So, once it loads. Okay, so I watched Punch Drunk Love, which is good. It's really good. I watched American Psycho, which is incredible. And you should watch American Psycho. I think you would really. Yeah. When was that released? Uh, two thousand. Oh, really? It's also been. It feels older, mostly because it um, <clears throat> takes place in the eighties. 
and it's really good. I watched uh, Ryan Reynolds' movie, uh, and I also watched Family Guy Star Wars. Oh, how's that? Uh, it's fine. It's not that bad, but it's also not very good. Uh, I watched some banger movies from Sony Pictures. Uh, I watched Uncharted movie. Oh, yeah. Which was bad. And then I watched Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which was also bad. But still fun. Uh, and then I watched Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City, which is, uh, like, I think, like, a disguise of uh, another COVID variant or something, because it's that bad. And then I watched the South Park movie yesterday, which was really good. South Park. South Park, I yeah. There were more than one. There was more mm, no. no. Oh, wait, maybe I'm thinking of the game. Yeah, yeah I mean, the games, games are basically more of the mov- more movies. But oh, yeah, okay. the movie is really good. It's a musical, which is cool. I didn't expect to enjoy the music in it as much as I did. Yeah. And that was cool. Um, and I got a bunch of music. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's go to the bottom. Okay, so I listened to Folklore again, the Taylor Swift album. That was nice. epic. I listened to ASAP Rocky's Long Live ASAP, which was good. I, I listened to the new Rex Orange County, which was solid. I listened to the new... so. I'm not going to go very deep, but I've listened to some Charlie XCX, kind of getting some preparation for uh, our next artist, everyone. So, yeah. Uh, and then I went through all of Chance the Rapper's discography. Dang. Because he, there's there's thing that he was releasing something last week, Friday. And he, it was then, it was confirmed that it wasn't a full project, which could have meant either an EP or a song it ended up being a song but i was like let me just listen to all of this so i listened to his debut mixtape that was all that was just solid srap's really good coloring book is really good and big day i put it up one point it mostly because mostly because it doesn't start that the first like three tracks aren't that bad like they're not great but they're not that bad. I but like all day long. What? I like all day long. I like I it. Open. Yeah, I like the first three tracks. They're all right. The like they're not shower. horrible. Every hot shower is horrible. Uh, and then I I even listened to the Christmas mixtape thing he has. Oh god. Which there's a song in there that's really funny to me. That's like talking about like. It's like him as a kid, I guess, and he like wants to fuck his hot neighbor or something. And the chorus is like so funny to me, where he talks about like asking to shovel the snow in her it is in her driveway, and like taking like if he can take out the trash, like her neighbor, na- like their neighbor's like trash. Uh, it's so funny. Yeah. Um, but it's not even that bad. It's all right. I listened to the posthumous uh fife dog album which has been kind of circling for years and they've been like waiting to um kind of release it and it's finally here it's like not particularly that amazing or anything there's a song on there with um that is pretty like emotional is with um 
uh, Q-tip on it, so it's like a tribal quest kind of thing. But it's not really in that style. It opens with like a phone call that like Five must have made to um, Q-tip to like that he wanted him on a chorus, and the chorus because it's all about Jay Dilla who died in like the early two thousands. He's like a producer, and like the chorus that Q-tip does is like it's just like a really emotional chorus especially knowing or it's like a chorus that he recorded after fife's death which it just makes it even more emotional and then i listened to circles again by mac miller that was really good i listened to the new lotto album that was good i listened to i know nego which was cool because it had tyler and stuff on it and push a t and then i listened to denzel curry's new album and that's incredible uh probably be my album of the year unless any other artists the big artists drop uh listen to zoo again that's really good uh and i listened to this gangster grills mixtape today and that was all right and i think that's it for stuff i did me i only got movies that's it so did... what didn't you watch like a ton? Not a ton, though. Oh, mm. I watched a good amount, though. I watched like twenty or something. Uh, not twenty, probably like fourteen. Uh. So, I watched um first, Itumama Tambien, which was incredible. I gave it a ten out of ten. Top ten of all time for sure. Got a lot of sex in it. Like, oh. it opened up, and it's, like, a full body. Like, they just fuck on the set, apparently. Like, it's just straight-up sex. Dang. Then there's... I watched The Racerhead, starring David Lynch, which was good. Um, I watched Persona, which is a classic. It's really good. I need to watch it again. It's Such a Beautiful Day I Watched, which is cool. I messed up. Royal Tenenbaums is when I started trying to finish Wes Anderson's filmography, so I watched that. It was really good. I watched Mirror by Andre Tarkovsky, which was really good. I watched Rushmore, another Wes Anderson. is uh, second movie, sophomore, is good. Darjeeling Limited is his weakest movie. It's like, whatever. Then I finished Wes Anderson with Life Aquatic, which is good. Then I watched Martin Scorsese. I watched King of Comedy, which was really good. It's just I hate Joker more now. Then I watched 400 Blows, which is really good uh, 50s French, started French New Wave. Then I watched There Will Be Blood Today, which is like a masterpiece. And yeah, that's it. Oh, and Atlanta's back, so I watched the first two episodes of that also. Oh. Those are both really good. I watched the new episode that came out yesterday. Mm. But yeah. Yo, do you guys know? Yeah.